Okay. Okay, am I in the right place for the yeah. microphone? Yeah. It's picking you up, Lana. Okay, do you want me to sing? <laughs> if you want. Oh my God, so the sound quality is going to be a lot higher for this episode. Oh God, episode. have we started? Oh, whatever. Whenever you want. <gasps> sound quality. Out my tooth. Don't worry. It's going to be a lot higher for this episode. Maybe that means we'll win. Ah, yeah, we'll win what? The World I d- Cup? Well, I don't have a competitive nature much, but... Um, we might win. We might win the podcast laws. Olympics. Well, we're just coming off the back of Siobhan Donaghy and Lady Lloyd, mm. which broke all records for bottle pop. But I'm not as cool as them. Well, you weren't wasn't a member, in a band. weren't a member of the Sugar Babes. Not you know, not a, a famous drag queen but you DJ. Are, but you are equally as cool, in my opinion. Oh, well, that's You've got very lots, kind. lots. And clearly, to, the only reason I'm here. Lots to share. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> No, but um, we're actually, I've taken Bottle Pop on a journey today and we're in Clapham. Woo! Let's clap for Clapham. I've actually... Give it the clap. Oh, like me. I've only been a few times to Clapham. And I'm already showing myself up. It's fine, there. it's fine. And every time I come here, I'm so shocked at how like, not middle class, that's not what, but I'm like, I'm shocked at like the people when I come here I get off the train I'm like whoa this doesn't feel like London anymore we're not in Kansas anymore I find it a bit grubby do you? a little bit yeah well that just shows us as people doesn't it really (laughs) what about when you come to where I live like Haggerston how's that? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the last time I went there oh it was a good job we didn't do this in Haggerston isn't it? it was probably for like a studio session or something yeah and I was doing the whole Studio session. So I should probably introduce you. Welcome to Bottle Pub episode five with Lorna Blackwood. (laughs) It's an absolute pleasure to be here. In this is in your husband's studio. Yeah, let's call it ours. Yeah, it's okay. Cammy and Lorna's joint (laughs) studio. (laughs) It's totally his studio. I sponged a room off him. He's got a room. For vocal training. And your job, first and foremost, is um, you're a vocal coach. I am. And you do vocal production. I do. And you're doing songwriting and bits here and there. Little bits and bobs, yeah. Yeah, and we met via my boyfriend, Julian. <gasps> You've got a boyfriend? I do. Wow, okay. Who I think you've kind of been having an affair with. Possibly. An on, on the road travels. affair. Yeah. On the road. Tall wife. Uh, tall wife. And obviously, I'm in the middle at the moment of... Julian being away for six or seven weeks with mm. Dua Lipa. So we're in like the sixth or seventh week now. So I'm getting a bit mental. So do you feel like it would be the ultimate dig to have an on-the-side thing with his tour wife? <laughs> with Cammy. Oh, yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah. Then you stab us both. Or with Isaac. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, I've, been thinking, I've been thinking, like, what can I do? Me and Isaac have been hanging out, actually, which is nice. Have you? Yeah. Mm, how uplifting. It is uplifting. Yeah. He invited me to that Moet thing, which was nice. Oh, um, I saw that. I saw that yeah. on your Instagram. All on my Instagram stories. Oh, so he's Julian so was. Well, I was want a, him to be awful, but he looks he's like not, Elvis, he's but, doesn't he? James Dean. A mix of the two. Mm. But we're in, um, so we're in Clapham. We're in your joint studio. So I'm a bit out of sorts myself. Um, and it's quite warm. We've got the window open. The window, the door. I can, I can put the, the snazzy fan on. No, 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 no. I think it's fine. I don't think it will pick it up. 
Also, I'm a bit worried about this chair being a bit. Yeah, mine's a bit squeaky. But to be honest, to I must admit up? the last two or three episodes, the sound quality has been poor. <laughs> and I just want, like, full disclosure to everyone, all of my listeners out there, my laptop is in the process of dying. It's packing up. Like, it is not going to last the and summer. And you're currently recording on the same hardware and software yeah. as uh, multitudes of fabulous artists that have recorded with my husband. Well, this is it. So I'm going to crack up in this Prosecco, and I know exactly who we're going to toast to, because your husband... Cammy Backwood uh, helped produce and write um, George Ezra's album. He produced both of his albums. Both yeah. of his albums. Yeah. Well, but the the latest one went the to number one. one. He produced the whole thing, and he got his first number one single. And at one last point, week? last week, and at one point, there were two singles in the top ten, which is unheard of. Yes. And uh, actually, George Ezra is my. Um, podcast rival because he has his, he? he has his own podcast and he's had all these massive people these massive people well he asked that's... me for help on that he asked me Did for he? a couple of intros but oh. he didn't ask me to guess so you know. why didn't he ask me to be honest <laughs> why didn't he, he ask me? me or me and you <laughs> so um, too many personalities too many yeah so i'm gonna crack <laughs> open this valdo oh Prosecco from Sainsbury's Clapham. Is that because they felt the brand had to remind, had to rhyme with the name? Valdo Prosecco. Valdo. Somebody said, call it Valdi Prosecco. And somebody went, no. Or maybe like Valdi, Valdo Valdi Prosecco. Aldi. Or like Vainsbury's. <laughs> oh, I Fake can't open shows. this. I can't open this because I've just had some, help. had some olives and my hands are very oily. Hmm. First world problems. At least you're I've lubed up, ready I'm to go. I'm lubed up and ready to go. Here we go. Oh, oh, my favourite sound. Throaty one. Shall I hold the glasses? Yeah, we need to get the sound. Well, obviously, the sound quality of that, pouring and popping, is going to be um, rather superior yeah, to uh, I mean, this your is previous popping very, and pouring. Thank I feel you, very... Dad. I mean, maybe I should ask Cammy if I can do the rest of my podcast here. I'm, I'm trying to record the fizzy. Oh, my God. We should... Oh, yeah. Get it in. Put it in. Put but it we should, in. We should try and get put it the, in. Put it in. Put it in. I need to talk to you all about that. Oh God. So cheers. This is to Cammy. <laughs> she had a fucking swig. <laughs> You're a bad wife. Sorry. This really is to, to George Ezra and Cammy in there. Number oh, one. To George and Cammy. Hey. And possibly my house in Hampton. Yay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So you're moving? No, I'm hoping that. We'll be able to buy a house in Hampton soon. I'm sure you will, definitely. Mm. I've been watching Lord of the Rings um, this Again? week. Yeah, I've never... I, I revisit it probably once every two years. And Cammy does remind me of Pippin. Samwise Gamgee. Pippin, Samwise and Merry all combined. He's a bit He's got the, yeah. the accent of the Scottish one, obviously. Yeah. And then like the feisty nature of the feisty one. I think that might be Pippin. Yeah. And then... But everyone says he looks like Samwise looks Gamgee. Looks a bit like Samwise. But then he's got Frodo's hair. He's, he's got, got the, curly the best hair. hair on it. He's got the best hair. It is Literally. stunning. What does he put in his hair? I'd love to say nothing. <laughs> but it's KMS Curl Up. Oh my God, he does put and some And I in. only know that because it's me who has to go fetch it from Headmasters. Because oh they're the only God. person in the vicinity that stock it. Well, there you go, guys. You're not just getting an insight into the music industry on this podcast. You're getting hair care tips. He has more products than I do. Really? Yeah. I'm starting to sport curtains now. Have you noticed? They're very nice. They're starting to, it's starting to get long enough to do that. But I'm shooting a music video soon, and I'm not sure whether to razz it all off 
and just go bald for the for the video or like to keep it long I just think well I'm very I'm of an age I'm where hair doesn't grow back I'm, so. <laughs> I'm envious of anyone with curls and I just think if you have the beauty of curls you should let them run free when okay I met, when the I beauty I really wanted to cut my hair but I just couldn't be bothered because it was really hot because basically it started growing over my ears and then I just mm, thought you know what why don't I just try curtains and I did and I just want to thank Perfectil and Nicole Scherzinger for bringing it to my attention and my <laughs> nails grow so quick now my hair grows so quick <laughs> I'm just feeling I took that stuff and it messed with me like what? Oh, it's a bit gross. Is it? Oh, right, okay, maybe no. let's let's move on. It's just some things that should happen at a certain time, and Perfectil made it happen at another time. Oh! <laughs> Lady things. Lady things. Lady things. Julian's going to be going like that. <clears throat> Julian <throat> loves all of that. Julian, actually, he doesn't have... Um... Period. <laughs> no, I was going to say he doesn't have sisters, but I do, so obviously I grew up with sisters. I don't actually ever remember talking to them about periods, though. Don't think I did. It might be a bit strange, mightn't it? Are you on today? <laughs> <That could imagine. laughs> Are you on yours? Yeah. <laughs> no, that never happened. Just gonna have another, another, another olive. Mm, I love olives. I like olives. I'm not as noisy as crisps either. No. So, yeah, I do love a crisp. Oh, I put the crisp ban on like two years ago. I only released my crisp ban for holidays, birthdays, and Christmas. That's a really Crisp good idea, actually. Mass. Christmas. I should give it potato, but I really love potato. Oh, it's because you're Irish. I'm only a little bit Irish. Everyone's a little bit Irish. I know, I'm plastic paddy. <laughs> I actually found out this year my granddad is Irish. I'm going to get an EU passport. I'm not. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, moving swiftly on from periods. <laughs> Tell us about yourself, please, Lorna. Oh, God. Because I know you through Julian. Yeah. Because you do Dua Lipa's vocal coaching. Yes. And you also produce New Rules, the, the vocal production on that, right? Yes. The original version of it, I did. Yep. The original version. And you do, whenever I go to a Dua Lipa gig, you're there with an earpiece in. <laughs> I am. Listening to do her, you've yeah. got like a live link. It's a little bit like Avatar, like this like kind of <laughs> psychic link that you're just listening to her on stage, even though she's like a mile away. You're like, oh, yep, I can hear that. Yep, I can hear that. Um. So how how like how did you get into that? <laughs> Is that okay? So how did you meet Doer's team? Was that were that you like contracted to? Uh, no, I was so um I managed by an incredible woman called mm -hmm. Jill Hollywood who actually manages my husband oh yeah and then two years ago in fact two years ago in a couple of weeks uh, tap management approached jill about me doing some coaching for doer for real and I, I remember the email that i got from jill was just saying um young lady signed by tap management uh, mm. you won't know them but i do um she's originally from kosovo she just signed a big deal she wants to come see you for vocal coaching mm-hmm and then she walked. Was Julian working with Dura at that point? Yes, he just started doing a bit of like... Day to day. Just a little bit of day to day. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. I'm just trying to pinpoint the timeline. Cause so I, that would have been when she was... 2015-ish. She was 19, just wow. when she walked in the door. Jesus Christ. And she walked in the door in a tracksuit and a tiara. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> and at first I was like, okay, Who's got this? a kooky one here. Mm. 
And then we went out to my little room out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, how are you? She's like, good. A little bit nervous about this because I've done some other coaching and it wasn't great. Yeah. So I'm a bit worried. I went, well, thanks for being honest. Mm-hmm. I went, I like your tiara. She went, yeah, they gave it to me on a photo shoot a couple of days ago and I can't stop wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very she just, just had my heart there, just... Oh, she's a babe. I love her. And I, I really, the one thing I, I think that's really nice about uh, the team around her is that they make everybody feel, if you're part of the extended family, Completely. they make you feel really welcome, which Everyone. is nice. Everyone. And I think... So that's how I, think, I met you, it's how I met Cammie. Yeah. It's how I met ev- everybody who's part of that group. I think Do is at the heart of that. Mm. And like she and spreads that around her team and... It, because there's been a strong team from the from start, the very beginning, who yeah. are an honest team, they don't tolerate, like, neither myself, Julian, Dua, the band, nobody would tolerate anyone who's going to rock the apple cart because, yeah. because we're all very close. Mm. You know, they're all away. And I'm yes, just yesterday, I was texting Matty, Dua's uh, keys and bass player that mm. I, I get on very, very well with. I get on well with all of her team. And, you know, they, they stay in contact. Pixie, her photographer, was, you know, messaging me. Oh, I think there's some fireworks Gosh, happening outside. Fourth of July. Fourth um, of July. That's um, oh, so it is. Bastard. You know, it's just it, it's a close. I'd say we're friends. We're all friends. Yeah, it's lovely. But Dua puts that in place. I think. Definitely. I think it's a real sort of uh, credit to her. But um, I also hear you're doing lots of other vocal coaching aside from Team Leaper. Oh yeah. You it's do. A busy, busy. You're time. very busy, and it's very hard to pin you down. So you, you've been working with Mabel. Yeah, I was with Mabes today. Mabes. <laughs> Liam Payne. Yes. You were or you are? Are you happy? I've done a little bit with Liam. I think um, it's quite a fluid thing with yeah. Liam, whether he's into... When he's doing promo, he's doing promo. When he's coaching, he's coaching. He's, he, You know, his, his life is something I don't think that any of us will ever understand. He's been very, very famous since he was very, very young. So I think... Did you know he's from my hometown? I do. Yeah. He told me that his most nerve-wracking gig ever was singing at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Really? Yeah. Oh, bless him. Um, but no, he's a lovely, lovely boy. And my Comes God, from a nice family. <clears throat> His mum and dad are great. Yeah. Them, yeah. And but my God, can he sing? Yeah, you know what? He, he, um, he can sing. It's the music he's choosing to perform doesn't show that off, really. I agree with you. And I... Well, I said to him... But it doesn't... It's, when it's I first not started coaching that, him, I said to him, this could be magic. Like... Mm. I call him my little George Michael because really? he's got that kind of voice. That might be a bit of a stretch, Lorna, for me. Little George Michael. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. George Michael's my idol. But, yeah. but he's got, <laughs> what, what I mean is no, he, I has know the, what you mean. he has the potential to be yeah. that kind of artist. Well, his audition was Michael Bublé. Do you remember? So yeah. he's like, he's completely... Well, no, I don't remember because I don't watch reality TV or oh, right. talent shows. Well, good, because we're not going to talk about Love Island because I, I don't even know what boy- it is. I just boycott them. They're just... Do you know what else I'm boycotting? What? Um, Sex with Julian when he gets home. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm saving it up. Oh, poor, sorry, Julian. Poor Julian. Oh, God. My testicles are like big peach balls. At the oh, they're not, good they're not God. Let me top you I up. I hope you edit that out. Oh, don't worry. I will not edit that out. <laughs> Let me top you up. So, um, I... Oh, oh. oh. I'll put it on me if it spills. I don't want to get... suck it up. Sorry, I should tilt it, shouldn't I? Have a flake with that. Oh, God, I really want a fucking flay. Is <laughs> chocolate off the, the agenda as well? We can get some chocolate if you want. I won't eat any, but... Oh, God. I'm not, I don't have a sweet tooth. Do you not? Mm-mm. 
I'll eat cheese till the cows literally come home. Right. Cheese can be sweet. Brie is quite sweet. (laughs) I like cheese. I like really dirty, mushroomy brie that makes the house stink and you have to put it outside. Oh, yeah. One that's been buried. Bring in a touch of class to bottle pop this week. if you start me doing accents, there'll be no end to it. We'll be here till, like... Can you do Geordie? Yeah. Just do a little one for me, because I do like Geordie. Can you do it? Mate, I'm chewing a fucking olive. Oh, that's good. But, but, I'm chewing an olive. I can't... No, no, I'm chewing a fucking olive. Chewing, chewing. 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 An olive. An olive. Can you do my accent? Maybe. Wolverhampton. Well, Wolverhampton is a bit like, it's a bit like Birmingham. But that's only, quite good. I know. That's because oh, I listen to you. I know. You have to go up at the end. And because when I think about you, I think about us in the hospital club. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Being very loud. I got a Samboka! Oh! <laughs> I'm terrible. Is that what I sound like? No. Only when you're drunk. Good. Um, I've June was meant to be a dry month. July was meant to be a dry month. Actually, July, this is my first drink, but it's very hard to do a dry month when you do a podcast, which involves drinking. So, um, <clears throat> I really wanted you to um, run me through a few vocal exercises. Oh, God, do you? Yeah. So, I what think my voice with? is quite similar to Liam Payne's, actually. No, I'm joking. It's not. But we're both from Wolverhampton, so we have a similar timbre. You're quite croony. Oh, have no, you even have you thing. heard me sing? Yeah. When? And you've got a lovely vibrato. Oh. I think probably at some point somebody's told you to limit. Really? You think that I'm controlling it? Mm. Oh, God, I don't know. I've never had any vocal so coaching. So why don't you just sing me something right now? Fuck off. Come on. As if. I'll sing you something. No, don't. Please, I get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe I do this as a job and I get embarrassed? Yeah, it's... like, what are you mic shy? Come on. No, 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 it's not that. But, like, I obviously do songwriting sessions every day. And so you must sing all oh, sessions. Oh, yeah, and people are like, what ideas do you have, Tom? And I'm like... Oh, oh, skip it a bit, No, it's like... Oh, and they're like, we can't hear that. And I'm like... <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Just give me like, if if we were like warming up, maybe let's warm up first and then you can, you you know. Vocal warm-ups with Lorna. Lorna. Brilliant. I love it. Okay, so before I do warm-up, the first thing I do is some breathing. Okay. Because if your body's not working first, there's Mm -hmm. no point warming up your voice. Because if you warm up your voice with a lazy body, you're going to wear out your voice. Okay, good to know. Tip from the top. So... My little phrase, well, little word that I use, little buzzword is splat. Because when you breathe in, your belly should go splat. <sighs> Imagine you're feeling... When I breathe in, my belly goes Imagine... in. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's Cause just... I'm... No, that's because you're breathing to your chest. Relax. Sit there. See? Belly. Okay. Okay. Right, what the so fuck? Imagine... I'm not American. I don't want any of this... 4th of July guff. Do you want me to shut the door? Maybe. Put put the put the fan on. We can have the fan. It won't pick it up. That's nice. <laughs> shut up. Shut you bastards. Trump voters. It's fine. Oh, was Cammy going to go mad because he wants the sound quality? Yeah, he'll be like, I want that one to be the best one there was. What's the name of this studio? Voltero Studios. So I'm going to be like, today's episode of Bottle Pop was recorded at Do you want me Voltero. to do my sex voice? Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode of Bottle Pop. Bottle Pop. Was recorded at Voltaire Road Studios. 
That was really good. Do you know I'm showing my age, but do you remember Holly Hot Lips on Chris Evans' breakfast show on Radio yeah. 1? And every morning she'd be like, kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> and like, grape. And like he'd give her like a sexy... A word to say. A word. I used to love Chris Evans. Pomegranate. <laughs> Pomegranate. It's like the posh Radio 4 lady. Yeah. That Scott Mills uses. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So we're doing splat. We're doing some breathing exercises. Yeah, so... So I should sit with my, my I want legs. You to imagine kimbo. legs akimbo. I want you to imagine yeah. that you're filling your belly with air. Okay. Quickly. <laughs> like that. So let it all go. Splat. Good, and let it go. Splat. Let it go. <laughs> it's a common misconception that more air makes more sound. It doesn't. More control of the air makes more sound. Let's do some warm-ups. Okay, so I do these in the shower every morning. Okay. Probably to the annoyance of my husband and my neighbours. So you take a splat and go... (laughs) Now, there's no right or wrong. You just go through your range and back down again. But I want you to go through falsetto, the whole thing, and back down again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so if you can't get your motor going, press your dimples on your face. Good. And then you can do. <laughs> Good. And then you can do the same thing on this noise. Do you do this in the bath? I do it in the shower in the morning oh, right, okay. and like in every lesson that I do. Okay. <laughs> and warm ups and TV promo and recording and everything. Okay. Every day. It's so just a good way, <laughs> a relaxed way to get your voice going. And yeah. then this one on an. Mm, Mm, like MG, like you're like swallowing sing. some air. Okay. Do you see why that went tense? It's because you jutted your chin okay. forward. So sing to the cheap seats. Okay. Mm. There you go. And through falsetto. <clears throat> what is falsetto? <laughs> your head voice. Mm. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> Mm. There you go. Good. Good. Okay. Wow. I feel really warmed up and open. No, you don't. Shut up. I'm embarrassed by this. Why? But I just want to learn these things. I'm embarrassed. I'm on a fucking podcast for the first time in my life ever. Going. (laughs) Special skill set. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone at home. Much better than that. (laughs) Really. Everyone at home. I hope you're um, copying along. So we're all warmed up now. So Uh what would your um, next step be? In a coaching session or a recording just, session? Yeah, oh, well, coaching for me because I'm, I need coaching. Um, I would do a little warm up and then I'd probably do a couple of exercises just based on breathing and warm up. So right. I'll show you what to do and then we do a couple of exercises to practice that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then I talk a lot about resonant placement and how just what you think about in your own imagination can really help the way your voice is placed. Mm. And smiling helps sometimes I've noticed yes smiling can help but that depends on who you're working with right so some people that when you say smile it just makes their face tense which actually limits their resonant capabilities okay Um, so it depends who I'm working with well, we're working with me right now and I'm quite a nasal person. Yes, yeah, so I wouldn't say smile to you okay, cool. because you're quite nasal so um, we're now doing um, what were we doing? And, oh, breathing exercise. No, we've done that. No, we've, we've done breathing, a bit of placement. And then um, there's a technique that I teach called anchoring. Right. 
Which, if you want to learn about, you need to speak to my manager, pay your daily rate, and come see. Oh, <laughs> joking? No, anchoring. No, is no, about... no. We don't have to. Oh, no, this anch- is going out to three people. No, anchoring is about. Um, anchoring is um, powering your voice with your body, because a lot of people think that like your voice just lives in this little compartment in your neck, mm-hmm. and essentially it doesn't. Your voice is built by your whole physique and your voice. Yeah. Um, which is why I tell a lot of my artists that when they go on the road, they've got to be fit and not just vocally fit. To be vocally fit, you've got to be physically fit. And, right. And also, people get ill on the road because you're tired and you run down and you're not sleeping in yeah. your own bed and sometimes you're on a bus and all that stuff. Can so, I just say at this point? Go on. So, <clears throat> I agree with you and I genuinely don't know what it's like to be on the road. I've done one tour once and that was quite tiring and, yeah, it takes a lot out of you. However... When I'm drunk, which isn't healthy, my voice is really good. Yeah, but then the next day, can you make a noise? No, I can't. Because yeah. I'm so, screaming. Something I probably shouldn't tell it's you, but screams. I will. Yeah. Is that one of the promises I make most of my artists mm. is that I will show you how to go to the pub and be okay the next day. <gasps> is it making yourself sick? <laughs> no. Being sick's really bad for your voice. It is, isn't it? It's about using your vocal technique when you're being a bit shouty in the pub oh so you can't say yeah 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 can i have three red wines and a gin tonic yeah it's like yeah no i have (laughs) three red wines and a gin and tonic and a gin and tonic put it in put it in so um no, it's about just uh, keeping your resonant placement forward and supporting your voice when you're in the pub. You should write a book. Ah, it'd be the most boring book on no, earth. No, it would not. And it'd be like, vocals with Lorna. And you've just given me a fab lesson in vocals. Well, not really. But yeah, I wanted to talk to you about um, your... Um, this to me is really funny. And I'm going to... I hope some of these are on Spotify because <laughs> I'm going to use them. Lorna's other secret I career. I can send it to you. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to. <laughs> Lorna's other secret career is you do the vocals for karaoke songs well, in the style. Karaoke the, and non-PRS versions. Non-PRS versions. So for, for those of you that don't know, when when there's a massive hit single, say like Sam Smith. No, let, let's go Kelly Rowland. Say like Kelly Rowland. What is that song? It's called Work. Work. Kelly Rowland Work. I want to see your work. What Lorna does is she goes into the studio and will record vocals as if you were Kelly Rowland. And people release these versions. Why do they do it? It's because, um, so places like hotels, um, cafes, uh, gyms, KFC. Basically, it would cost them far too much in royalties to play the originals. So the record labels sell non-artist versions because the record labels own the song. Thank you. He's topping me up. Topping her up. I play the fears? Play the fears. Topping. I hope that picks up on these. It will. Don't worry. I'll just add it in. Um, So basically, places that can't afford one of those PRS... Well, yeah. The reason I did put it in, or work, as it's actually called, um, was um, a friend of mine makes fitness videos. Yeah. So he did Lorraine Kelly's fitness video and lots of the soap stars that do fitness videos. Yeah. Um, Do you remember Jay Goodies? (laughs) Let's get fit, let's get dancing. Do you remember that? No. Let's get fit, let's get dancing. (laughs) And he's like... Are you asking? Are you asking? I'm dancing. Oh, oh no. bless 
<laughs> so you did you did Lorraine Kelly's fitness. I did Lorraine Kelly's fitness video, and I also did um, step up to the streets dance video. Uh, Claire. When I had to be Missy Elliott, Sierra, Drew Sidora, and various other females. Um, but basically, I did the vocal production, did all the vocals. My husband did some production then, and then the last one I did for Lorraine Kelly was actually my good friend Charlie Russell, mm. who did, like basically. It's, this is the kind of stuff you do when you've got a quiet week and you're on the back burner. Yeah. And I think it's incredible. Is, do you know what? It's so much fun. Yeah. And a lot of what I've learned about vocal production has mm. come from dissecting other people's music. So yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know when you're at university, or not me, I didn't ever go to university, when you're at drama school or something <laughs> like that, and they say, what makes this your favourite thing brilliant? You have to dissect it. It's just like that. So yeah. when I had to do, so the same day that I did put it in I did um, a Plymouth Faith number wow um, I did um, 369 the goose drank wine oh like what is that uh, it's that land of a thousand dancers that comes into that doesn't it right okay um, so really versatile then yeah loads of different, different stuff. types of genres and then I used to do I started doing these years ago for a guy that was a bit dodgy down in Surrey and my very very good friend Rob who's now a quite a famous photographer he, he used to record me and we got paid st- stupidly low money. Like I think I got £25 a track. And I'd just go down to Surrey and bosh out 10 tracks in a day because it was worth it mm. <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll come and sing 10 songs for 250 quid. Yeah. Fuck it. And then um, I used to do these all the time. And it would be like there'd be a jazz version of Smooth Criminal or wow. you know, something like that. Like, Or you'd have to do like, there was always, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, in the arms of oh, the angel, Sarah. Megan McKenna. No, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah Vaughan. No. Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. There'd always be one of hers. There'd always be a Nora Jones, like all those kind of things. But and what? How did Kelly Rowland come about? Because she was on the Lorraine Kelly fitness video. Right, work the so, the, the remix Freemasons. Uh, yeah. So you just did half an hour of singing, put it in pretty much because that's what it is it actually took us about two hours to get that down and basically Charlie that I work with he's a good friend of mine and he's he'd put the track together and he said he said I've had a lot of fun putting this together like he said it's a it's a great track I said I know I said the only way I know how to do this is just to let's get the lead line down and then the next thing that comes to me we'll start layering it up yeah and I just sat in front of the microphone for two hours and just because like there's so much and all the hip hop stuff has got like uh, layers whispers harmonies doubles octaves and there's an octave below there's an octave above there's it's so fat vocally it probably makes up 65-70% of the track what's the name of the track you do when it's just literally just like ugh and ah Julian asked me this over text Julian Julian asked me to ask you this (laughs) what is it what's it called um well I (laughs) You like that? When I'm doing that myself, I go, let's do the sex noises track. Uh, <laughs> because when you're doing hip hop stuff, you need all so of like that. for instance, when I did put it in, you Work. literally run the track and do so he goes But then when I'm working with artists, I'll get them to do the sex One noises of those, track. Yeah. Do a sex noise track. Now no, I mean, like, you you ask that to them. Yeah, well, it depends who I'm working with. Like, do or I can say, so, right, we need some sex noises, let's just put it on. Uh, <laughs> um, George Ezra, we need some sex noises. No, he doesn't do sex noises on his track. But we do do things called a hype track, which is where... Oh. 
things like that. Just ad libs and oh. yeah. Ow! Right. Anything. Oh, and I just say, as as Lorna did that, she shrugged her shoulders in the cutest way. She went, Ow! <laughs> It's really like that's very performing arts. That ow, it's, it's my roots, darling. It's I love roots. it. It's my roots too. So this is Lorna singing work by Kelly Rowland. <laughs> Iconic. I want to hear it. I've never actually heard this. This ain't gonna be easy. someone my friend hannah jane lewis who i've had on the podcast who i know who you know because you've coached hannah was in wolverhampton i love her at colton hills which is a secondary school and she's doing like the school tour and they love her yeah she's brilliant yeah she's amazing she's such a pure lovely person Mm. and um I was like, fuck off, you're in Wolverhampton. She's like, yeah, I'm at Colton Hills. And I was like, I did like a performing arts, a kids performing arts thing at Colton Hills where I sang A Whole New World. Mm. <laughs> and like, whenever I think of Colton Hills, I mean, Hannah's performed like all of her hits on that stage. And, and I've sung did. a new fantastic point of view. No I'll one take you anywhere. That one, yeah. yeah. So it's so funny. I forgot, I forgot you worked with Hannah. Oh, she's Every lovely. time I put you on my Instagram story, there's another like pop girl that's like, oh, Lorna, I love Lorna. I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Leave I, me I, that find, I find it really weird. It is, it's a very small industry. But we've we've now worked together yeah. in proxy. We, have, we a, have. We have a song coming out. With a right minger, wasn't he? Awful. He was the most attractive man I've ever been with. <laughs> Just put that, putting that out there. Good God, he was Olivier gorgeous. Olivier Dion. Mm. And we did that with Grades. Yeah. And that's coming out this month, actually. Is it? Yeah. I haven't informed me of when it's happening, but... I'm just so excited. So you wrote the song and I did the vocal production. Yeah. I, I would call that it. a dream team. Yeah. And it's my... F- yeah, we grades as well, who's... who's I've worked with loads. Well, yeah, he's, I've, called... I've done... I did uh, Bad Vibes for him as well. Oh, M.O. Yeah. M.O. 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 I love M.O. Nadine Samuels, what a vocalist. Jesus Christ, what a singer. Oh my God. Every time I have her in the studio, and I've recorded her probably about six, seven times Ridiculous. now. Ridiculous. I just. Her ad libs. She's as well. an absolute She's a joy. machine. She is a machine. In fact, she does say, Nadine, Nadine, the singer machine. She really? says it on the mic. Yeah, yeah. She's, oh God, she love loves that. to sing, and she's not arrogant. She's confident. No, not in, in the slightest. She's confident in her singing. She's a beautiful girl. She's incredibly talented. Yeah. And, um, Big up MO. I love. I love to record them because they're all talented girls 
without an ego. Like mm. they're very, very, they're Did very, very keen and open to my. No, so I've you're been, just the new. I've been on board new... since Chanel joined. Okay. So, but they're very, very Chanel. open to vocal production. They take direction brilliantly, and like, yeah, just it's always a joy, always. Mm. And bad vibes, bad vibes. It's done quite well. So cheers to that. Yeah. So That's fucking out. Well, they've had two hits now that have been in the top twenty and didn't, and stayed in the top twenty for fuck loads of time. Mm. They just need that top ten smash. They do. They just they deserve to do something that gets them noticed. Yeah, I think one hundred percent, and I believe they can. They're lovely ladies. They work hard, and they're totally gorgeous. So yeah. yeah. And we need another girl group because Little Mix are like the monopoly on girl groups at the moment. So we're gonna do Aux Cable now. <laughs> Your three songs that you've chosen. Have you oh, thought about them? No, you didn't tell me. I, I did didn't know tell I had you. to do the same as the last thing. Yes, that's the whole point. There's there's a structure to these. Oh, God. Okay, so what were the rules again? It's three songs that you love that yep. get a bit of a bad rep. So track ding, number ding. one, would you like to introduce it for uh, Aux Cable selection, please? Thank uh, you. Yes, this is Nickelback. I want to be a rock star. And why did you choose that song? Because everyone says it's so shit. And I just think it was them going, ha ha, this is, this is what people think rock stars do. And it's not. We all work really fucking hard. And I've got a lot of time for that because listen to the words. It's brilliant. And the rhyming and the phrasing. And it's great. You heard it here first, guys. We're going to play Nickelback. Rockstar on Bottle Pop, <laughs> and we're going to listen to the lyrics. We're going to listen to the words specifically because Lauren has said that. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in. And a king size tub big enough for ten plus me. Yeah, what you need. I'll need a, a credit card that's got no limit. And a big black chair with a bedroom in it. Gonna join the mile high club at 37,000 feet. Been done. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars. Find a star on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean. It's fine for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame I'll even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop buses Driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIP with the moon Every good gold digger's gonna wind up Every beach boy bunny with a playboy hair Wow. I get the words wrong a lot. So you want us to listen to the words, but you don't know them. Which is great. Listen to the words, guys. They're really no, deep. Just, just play that without me. Just I will, no, 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 I will. I love that. I actually really enjoyed it. Also, one of my favourite facts about Nickelback is Chad Kroeger went on to marry Avril Lavigne, who's Julian's favourite. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he so wrote... So my favourite married Julian's favourite, yeah. which just ties the knot yeah. even more. And I really like George Ezra as well, so <sighs> here we are. Georgie boy, my big pipe's ninja. Very blonde, isn't he? Very. And toothy. 
Naturally blonde. Naturally he's not toothy. Blonde. I think he's got a really toothy smile, like a nice toothy smile. He's got good teeth. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not a ne- negative. Yeah, he's thing. got good teeth. Yeah. No, I'm quite toothy. Julian's toothy. Yeah, Julian. Yeah, he's got a big smile. Big smile. Okay, so that was your first choice, Nickelback. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that on it. Listening to Nickelback mm. on Radio Two. Dodgy. So the second one is Phil Collins. I do believe you. You mm. What's the name of it? I can feel it coming in the air Separate tonight. lives. Oh, separate lives, yeah. Sorry. Get it together. Get it together. Sorry, this is genius. You always hear this. The reason I fell in love with this song is because Magic always play it. Marilyn Martin. Between 1 and 2 a.m. Yeah. And this would normally be on my way home from a function gig mm-hmm. when I just sung my lungs out and I don't want to hear any music at all, but then I'm falling asleep at the wheel, so I put on something that I think is going to like uplift me but keep me relaxed and it's like me and julian live in separate lives it's yeah like, quite sad. honestly this the vocal performances on this are out of this world oh phil just gonna say i really fancy phil collins just, do you yeah he's mm. so talented fill me up <laughs> phil collins and telling me how sorry you were leaving so soon, and that you miss me sometimes when you're alone in your room. Do I feel lonely too? For Marilyn Martin and Phil Collins. Marilyn Martin, Phil Collins, magic every night on the way home. Did yeah. she do anything with um, her life after that? I've got no idea. Never heard of her. She's just a magic person for me from Magic FM. Did you uh, have a third song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, spinning around. Kylie Minogue. So introduce that. Okay, so I had to sing this for many years on functions, and when you sing repetitively every weekend the mm-hmm. same 30 to 40 songs even though they're the best songs in the world you start to loathe them yeah. and this is one that every time it went spinning around I never ever went Ugh, I hate this every time I went ooh yeah I was like yeah come on let's do it little pocket it. rocket Spinning around. Now we're going to see if my perfect pitch is on point tonight because of our Prosecco. Little bit. Oh, I'm out because I'm high. A little bit now. Just a little bit. Spinning around. You're a bit flat. I'm always flat in life. I'm generally on the money. I'm just pissed. Yeah. 
written by Paula Abdul. Did you know that? I did know that. Paula Abdul. Who I also did a dance routine to her song at college. Which one? My love is for real. No. I love that song. She follows me on Twitter, Paula Does Abdul. Does she? Yeah. Go on, Paula. Thanks, Paula. <laughs> did you see that Whitney Houston thing where she's like, Paula Abdul doesn't sing in tune on any no, of this No, I didn't. <laughs> I did see um, oh, the Saturday Night it. Live Saturday really Night Live Whitney Houston and quack quack as whack <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad cause oh I... don't I did a gig with Whitney a few did years you? ago fuck yeah. off tell me about it was she nice um, I was in the function band that was doing the basically she did the after dinner set and then we went on I used to do these massive high end corporate things Yeah. for instance they could afford Whitney Houston to do a half hour set after dinner mm-hmm. and it was in Battersea Park in their permanent conservatory that's there Yes. And like she had the whole band and back and vocalists and everything. And she was just surrounded by this mob of people. And I kind of felt sorry for her because there the people go. that were backstage were me. Oh, I just burped in the microphone. Which is me and our band. Yeah. Who were genuinely excited to see her and didn't want anything from her. Mm-hmm. Just like, wanted to see her. We before. didn't want to say hello. Like it was just like we just wanted her. To maybe be in a nice environment where, because let's face it, on a function gig, you just get to do your thing. There's mm-hmm. no there's no crap. Yeah. You sing some covers to some people who want to hear you sing, and that's what's beautiful about it. And I still do it every now and again, because it is nice. Um, and there we were at Battersea Conservatory with Whitney Houston's band on stage and her backing vocalist. And then this, like, literally igloo of people around mm-hmm. her, not allowing her to come into contact with wow. anyone that was there. And they kind of, like, hustled her to the stage, put her on. She was clearly struggling. Her backing vocalist sang most of the set. I'm going back. This is probably this is probably 11 or 12 years ago now. Right. Um, and... Myself and uh, my co-singer, Belle Erskine, who, by the way, is one of the finest singers on the earth, we, we were watching the side stage monitors and tandeming between that and watching Whitney's side stage. And it was it was kind of beautiful, but also heartbreaking mm. to watch what's possibly the, the greatest recording artist of all time. Like, I know she's had her issues live, but recording vocalist definitely listen to i want to dance with somebody or um somebody who loves me like they that was before the days of melodyne autotune whatever mm-hmm. those are two of the finest vocal productions you will ever hear mm-hmm. because there's fucking heart and soul in it mm-hmm. like she means it to the point where she'd bleed before she left the room yeah do you know what i mean like it's incredible None of that was there anymore. And it was just really sad because there was just somebody up on stage who just didn't want to be there. And it was yeah. heartbreaking. Now one thing, Paul Abdul ain't shit. That girl is singing off-key on the record. Do you know what? In fairness, Paula Abdul is not a great singer. No, she's not. But it's not about that with Paula. It's about the dancing yeah, and it's the, about, the production it's about, yeah. She's and another the Britney, isn't she? It's a show. Yeah, Whitney. Get it right. 
But anyway, um, I've immensely enjoyed myself. I feel like... I'm worried that I've been a total moron on the Tinterweb. No, it's fine. We've got loads and loads and loads of really nice material. I would like to say thank you to Lorna. Thank you for having me. Miss Blackwood. I didn't feel a thing. I didn't feel a thing. Is it in? Is it in yet? Oh, it's in. Oh, it's in. Or in Kelly's words, your love don't go nowhere, the sun sets. Is that what she says? Yeah, filthy bit. And do you know that recently she was interviewed about that song and they were like, it's about sex, isn't it, Kelly? She's like, no. Oh, fuck <laughs> No, it's not. It's, it's about bum sex. I know. It's I really a, think it it's is. It's about anal. Rude. It's about channel. Rude Kelly Rollins. That's what her name should be. Kelly Rude Rollins. She's meant to be really nice. Oh, no, she's not. I know someone that's had an interview with her. Oh, God, I'm so burpy. I hope it's been moderately interesting. Oh, it's been so interesting. We've done some vocal warm-ups. You've loosened my throat for Julian's return. Happy days, Julian. (laughs) You've loosened my throat. Julian. I have the weakest gag reflex. Can I show you this? Literally, Did you see that cat on my Instagram story? Stop. You're not going to like it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's me just put a crisp in front of me <laughs> but yeah thank you so much Lorna we'll be back next week I'll probably be in France I'm going to go mad because I've got to record four podcasts in the next five days <laughs> I know that means four bottles of Prosecco thanks for having me happy pride everyone to Yay! all my all my lesbians gays bisexuals transgender and all queer people all my favourites and everyone in between have a wonderful Pride, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for having us.